0: So you made the best ball playoffs, but did you have Zay Jones? What about Jarek McKinnon? KJ Osborne? Did you have any of the guys, dare I say, that you needed in week 15? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but we're here to sweat the teams that maybe had those guys and tilt the teams that didn't and tilt a little bit of, you know, sometimes you run bad on the teams in your pod in the playoffs. Myself, Rob Coakley, we're here to break it all down right now. Week 15, instant live tilt on Spike Week.
1: Why are the Bucks the most painful team (laughs) in the planet to watch? It just hurts.
0: So so I got that game. I have uh, like um, multi... Uh, TV set up in the you know little man cave setup. Yeah. So one TV gets the sound. Put Bucks Bengals on there because the, all the afternoon games were so bad that of course the Bucks Bengals gets the the main TV and listening to Romo talk so highly for the whole first half about this is the best the Bucks have have played all year. And I mean he wasn't wrong, but it was like they look good. Look at this, they're scoring. Blah 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 blah. Second half, <laughs> and he's just like, yep, this is the th- this is the Bucks. Th- th- this is. This is who who we thought the Bucs were. Just useless. They're just absolutely useless. Whole team. Brady, Evans, Lenny. Lenny, just pathetic. That team is pathetic.
1: They they are pathetic. And I, of course, onslaughted Tom Brady for an afternoon only slate because I just figured everyone was going Herbert. And we were. We're in the top 50 still, but we were like in good shape. And then... The Bucks do the Bucks thing and forget how to play football.
0: <laughs> like, but had, Brady had like 16 fantasy points in the first half or something like that. Like the best start he's had, he's had to a game all season, basically. And uh, they have basically not moved the ball and turned it over three times or whatever it was in the second half. But we're not here to talk about the Bucks. What we are here to talk about is, I mean, maybe there'll be a little Bucks in there for some of the people here. But what has happened go. to <laughs> yeah. To I do need Rashad White. What has happened to your best ball teams today? Kind of a fun, one of the more fun days I can remember, actually, from a best ball perspective. I'm a little bit biased because you know I have lots of Eagles, lots of Chiefs, Zay Jones Jaguars, right? Trevor Lawrence and Zay Jones, mm-hmm. and so you know being a zero RB bro today was pretty good. Um, capped off by right before we went live, Ramondre. Uh, turning his game into a smash despite not, he didn't even like start the game. Very weird. Just a weird overall weird day of games. But like it feels to me my like main takeaway as we're live sweating. This is like there's a handful of guys that are going to be so like have such outsized ownership in the next round that if you mm-hmm. are able to get some teams through, we'll definitely be pulling up some teams and such here on the show. Where, if you were able to sneak maybe some guys through today that didn't like go nuts, I think that's like a, a big thing we're going to be talking about over the course of the next week. You know what I mean? I think we should start with
1: a positive note. Do you have a team that you're excited about that has gotten through today? That I mean, hey, I guess anything can happen, but I'm sure that you have some teams that you're looking at. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. this team, this team's pretty safe. Is there one that you like? really like
0: one one in particular um that got the old kj osborne
1: hammer nice.
0: yesterday that i've been monitor- I, I, it's it's one of those where i've been you know you, you don't want to get attached to teams or whatever over the course of the uh the best ball season but this one is like when it has a lot of really good players really like legit high upside so, so you know again i'm a a little more of a zero RB bro, but this team has Jeff, uh, Jefferson, Tyreek, Waddle. I'm trying to remember some other wide receivers, just like really good wide receivers. Got Darren Waller back today. Has Gerald Everett and Darren Waller at tight end, so like enough juice to be dangerous. You know, yeah. hang in there with Kelsey, get the Waller touchdown today, and like kind of like it's it doesn't have the smash quarterbacks now. It has, uh, as you see here. Good old boy Kirk Cousins pushing me through, and you know so Tua pushes me through the regular season basically, and Kirk Cousins pushes me through round one. But to get you know so it got uh, an Algier Tyler Algier was the savior at running back for me on this on this particular team. But it has mm-hmm. Travis Etienne, it has Miles Sanders. You know I don't know that Cream Hunt will be anything, but it, he's alive and walking he's We've talk- yeah. yeah he's a he's a person that's active on game days touching the football you know Isaiah Spiller is useless but Dante Foreman also can you know hasn't done it lately but so it's like dude if any of my teams have Foreman, Algier, Hunt, Sanders and ETN that's like a good running back room for me <laughs> like really really good and so to have that with Jefferson Tyreek it's basically a, a Vikings double stack and a, and a Dolphins double stack Jefferson Tyreek Waddle and then Osborne down here Josh Palmer, whatever. Uh, I know Ayuk didn't do anything this week, but still pretty excited about Ayuk. Sutton hurt, but who knows? Maybe he can come back and help. And then Waller and Everett. So it's like to be basically entirely healthy and have like a lot of good players on good offenses. um, You know, it's easy to be attached to this one because it just went ham with like Osborne and the Vikings and and Dolphins and everything. But I'm pretty pretty excited uh, for this one. This is the one I've been kind of monitoring. This also the thing that's been tilting my absolutely making me tilt my face off today is this team has been like getting really pushed by two teams, not one team, two. There were three KJ Osborne teams in this (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Three, three KJ Osborne teams. One guy had CMC Kittle and Osborne yesterday. I'm sitting here like, I have a fucking Cousins-Jefferson-Osborne stack, and I'm a do- I am was a dog to advance, I think, <laughs> yesterday. Like, I was, uh, that was, now, he, th- this guy also had, I, I almost borderline feel bad. If it wasn't me making money, I might feel bad. This guy had CMC, Ken Walker, Josh Jacobs, Ramondre, and Jamal Williams at running back. Got the KJ Osborne game, has, like, good wide receivers, and Kittle. And uh, he's gonna lose to me, um, but I—it's I, th- like, man, these it, that whole pod, this team, and everything is like the perfect, um, you know, example for me of. Like just how crazy these goddamn best ball playoffs are. Like, a on one hand, you would think the team that I have is just destroying souls, and like I'm not even sweating it, but I've been sweating it all day. And the other guy who I'm you know mostly competing with has like one of the best teams I've ever seen, and he's not even gonna advance, so just crazy.
1: The pods can be crazy. I'm looking at a team right now. Um, unfortunately, I can't get my draft IQ to work right now. I'm gonna blame Hacker. Because that's who I like to blame for things. <laughs> I have a team that's 146 points, which I mean, it's not like it's a, a monster team, but that's been pretty good to be in like the top two to three spots. It's in fifth right now. And it can't advance because I'm going to take a zero at tight end because of Goddard and. Um,
0: Goddard, that sucked.
1: Goddard and Friarmouth. So Friarmouth even more so sucks, right?
0: Yeah, um, at least he played. Yeah.
1: But my point of it is just like the pods are interesting in that respect where that team could be in first and a bunch of pods and it's in fifth right here and there, it's dead. Um, I'm excited because the big dog team's advancing. The one I've been nice. monitoring for the whole mm-hmm. year, it's in first right now. I don't think it's going to drop out of second. I don't think it's going to drop out of first, to be honest. Um, Ramondre helped out a ton with that. And we're using an MVS score, which is fun. I like that we're using an MVS score to advance the team. And uh, yeah, so that's that's a lot of fun. That that's gonna get through, and then we have to just finish in the top two next week on that. I, I just think the team's a freaking wagon, so you know anything it can is. happen, but. And there's going to be probably more hurts teams this time that get through, but it's going to be hurts. It's going to be Mahomes. It's going to be Cousins. Some of these teams are going to get wiped mm-hmm. out because of some of these quarterback performances. And uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. How many BBM teams do you have advancing at the
0: moment? Um, I will look really quick. One well, thing you... I was just going to add while, while yeah. I'm looking that up, just just while I'm thinking about it, I got one DK. Uh, Five hundred fifty-five dollar team into the playoffs here. Let me see if I can.
1: Oh yeah, let's
0: open. It's advanced. It's advancing right now. Dropped a nice almost one ninety piece in a six man field. <laughs> it's a Cooper Cup team. Nice. It's a nice. Cooper Cup. So winning, it, moving on to the semis with the Cooper Cup team. But as you see quickly here, it has McKinnon. It has um, obviously the loser that is Miles. But I mean Lawrence. And hurts. So I was getting thirty five at quarterback, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, got Zay. So when you have, if you have Zay, McKinnon, Hurts, yeah. AJB, Devonta, you know Christian Kirk was. I think Christian Kirk ended up being my flex. Like, you know. So I, I'm kind of like. So next week is either five or six man pods in the five fifty five, and it's like obviously you don't feel super live having Cooper Cup as your first round pick in these, but like in such a small field, man, anything can happen. And like, I don't have really any true hopes for Mark Andrews, but I'd have to imagine I'm going to be the only Mark Andrews team. And so mm-hmm. if we do possibly get any form of a Mark Andrews game, right. And then I just have enough live bodies, MVS, Hollywood, et cetera. Um, that I'm, I'm again, and maybe Khalil Herbert will come back next week. You know, there's uh reasons for optimism. And then the other, th- this is, I was monitoring one or two BBM teams, and then that 555 team, and then the single entry 333 on DraftKings, which I'm also advancing, which yeah. I'm, I'm mo- even more excited about this team because it's, like, actually really live. It, my uh, It's a Diggs and Adams team. So it's not, you know, it's not a dead Cooper Cup team. I really only lost, like, Bateman, I think, on this team. The tight ends are not great, but it's three live, again, it's three live bodies. Right. Got Zay, got MVS, right. Got Gabe Diggs, Devonte, again, McKinnon, uh, Ramondre Pollard, AJ Dylan. So it actually has a little more juice at running back. And so again, in a small field, I've been mostly monitoring those, like your big dog team. Yeah. These like smaller field ones, because, you know, I love to sweat the BBMs and the Millies and all that kind of stuff, but I'll worry about that probably mostly next week when, uh, when we're on this show, like, uh, please, God, let me sneak a team into the finals. But these small field ones is like, dude, it's huge if you can get through You know, Big Dog and these DK ones, if you can get through in these small field tournaments, you're like, you're a legit live. I mean, you're in the final, you know, really small field already just by making the semifinals.
1: Yeah, um, I'm probably going to be doing a few more of those. I'm not going to go nuts on them next year, but I'll be doing some more of the big buy-ins next year. For sure is my plan because they are a lot of fun to monitor. What else is fun to monitor is the LA Chargers just blowing this game.
0: They're oh. so bad. They're so bad.
1: <laughs> it's it's unbelievable, right? Someone Patriots just said the Raiders scored. Too. Yeah, Keelan
0: Cole scored. It, Keelan Cole.
1: It's under review. Oh, he might be out. He actually might be out. He's looking like I'm fading he's out.
0: Jacobs. I'm fading Jacobs. So. I really need this game to be be over, I think. Although, it's tough. I I need Waller. I need Devontae. But I need to fade Jacobs, so I don't really know what I want here.
1: I have a 5 out of 32 advancing at the moment in BBM. However, that team I brought up last week, the Mahomes-Burrow with T and Chase, that is 16 points behind right now, but it still has Aaron Jones. And my second highest scoring running back is Michael Carter with 3.6. So I think. So that's, 16
0: out, So you need 20, 20 from Aaron Jones?
1: Yeah, around 20 from Aaron Jones, which I think is, you know, it's possible. It would be fun for him to do that because that team's a lot of fun. It's the, it's a Jarek McKinnon team, right? So it's Jones, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Henderson, Michael Carter, Jarek McKinnon. It's the Chase and Higgins, um, double stack with burrow and it's got like devonta smith on it garrett wilson it's got hunter henry noah fan evan ingram like which is a i think a fun trio of tight ends if you're not definitely the top ones so i'd love to see aaron jones maybe get 20 as long as it doesn't bury a lot of other stuff that's the other thing you're like oh i need this team to do this but how much is it going to bury whatever else i have
0: right that's the pain of the sweat right it's like I've been rooting for, um, like I said, just a couple of different teams. And it was like, well, thank God for Zay Jones. You know, he got me basically all my <laughs> all my teams that are advancing through. But all my other teams that I was hopeful for are dead because they don't have Zay Jones dropping 30-plus as a 15th round pick or whatever. It's, it's a very interesting time. Now, it, it's going to get easier moving forward the next two weeks. But this week was... Uh, was an, an intriguing sweat. I'm, I'm at, so I advanced 32 BBM teams and I have five right now. Moving on, I haven't gone through and seen um, two, I think, are locks. So I'll get two for sure, but I don't know if I can get hawked down in any other ones. And I don't know if I can, I do have some, I do have some Saquon on some good teams. So I think, you know, maybe, maybe if he has a good game, Gibson, Brian, uh, I don't think I have any Brian Robinson, but like Gibson. Saquon probably is what can do it for me. Who even plays on Monday?
1: Um, oh, Rams, Green Packers. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, Hig, a little Higby, a little AJ Dillon, not much. Not, not much else for me in that one. So I could probably only only go back. But I, I should have double-digit teams in the semifinals <laughs> next week, pretty much no matter how this ends up here. And like, shit, dude, we were, we were doing this show last week, and we're like... <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do if we don't get any teams through <laughs> into this into the semifinals and that felt like a real thing to be worried about and so i mean i can't complain even if i even if they all die out next week get double digit teams into the the semifinals um of all these tournaments some of them very live some of them meh i can't complain
1: yeah it's a lot of fun um there was another team that i have 163 points on looks like it's advancing this team's if it had a second running back, I mean, it does kind of, it would be just a lot of fun, but it's a Hurts-Lawrence team, but it's McCaffrey with Singletary, Melvin Gordon, Daryl Henderson, Dearness.
0: Like, that's rock. I was just looking at one of my teams that's advancing that uh, has Dearness as well. It's Rashad Mike Bean. Evans, that's not good.
1: AJ Brown, Godwin, Thielen, Kirk, MVS, Zay Jones. And then there's four tight ends. It's Hunter Henry, Gerald Everett, Taysom Hill, Hayden Hurst, which is also a fun like tight end grouping when you have the four, um, just absolute dart throws. But that that running back room is going to make it really tough to do anything at all. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get some teams through. It's gonna be fun. I got some, and it's and it's a variety. I'm gonna have Mahomes teams through. I'm gonna have Allen teams through.
0: Yeah, you know Hurts. I have a, uh, I would say off the top of my head, it is Hertz. Of course, Hertz was my highest exposure quarterback. Um, that got through like almost forty percent of my teams were Hertz. So obviously, he's going to be probably my highest exposure quarterback in the next round. But then the yeah. a one one cousins team, Tua, Tua, little fields and Mahomes. It's probably going to be pretty consolidated down to. Like I said, one Cousins, but then Tua, Fields, Mahomes, Hurts will probably be my only quarterbacks left, really. Oh, my God. Burr just threw another touchdown. Who did he, who did he throw this well, touchdown to? Wilcox. Oh, come on.
1: Right. Yeah. That's
0: not helpful. And it tilts my Hayden Hurst chairs. That only makes it worse. Yeah.
1: And we got two games that might go to overtime, which I don't think I really want too much. Um, I'm really glad I was Faden Herbert throughout most of draft season. That felt that
0: feels good. Uh it especially feels good because it felt like if if the Herbert fade was ever gonna hurt you, not that you even like there probably weren't many Herbert teams that you were even facing, but if you happen to be running into, you know, Herbert Mike Williams stacks today, you probably felt like shit. Yeah, this is not this is not the time I want to be fading those guys and charger's gonna (laughs) charger.
1: Yeah, I mean he he just busted most of the year. So I don't know dude like just going back to like what we were talking about the season before the season started like when Herbert's going around Lamar and Mahomes and, and he was going ahead of those guys too he was the third off board the board most of the time right after Allen
0: no was he the third off the board after Allen second third Allen Mahomes Herbert was the ADP
1: okay i mean Lamar hurts. Always felt better. Kyler felt better. I mean, Kyler's dead, and that's gonna be a sh- sh- not fun discussion to have next year about Kyler Murray, and drafting him yep. with the knee injury. Oh my God! You you bring up the connection, and it happens. The Herbert to Mike Williams
0: connection for like forty. Oh Jesus Christ! They're in favorable range good. though. That's good. Uh, it's
1: they're good. It, 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 they're good. good. They'll
0: miss it though. They're the Chargers. Hey, Michael Williams went over to his receiving prop. We'll there take it. Go. Small, small wins. Small wins. Small victories. Yes, yes. Um. Yeah. Th- so wh- what? What? So what are you thinking right now? Like gut take of like the second, like this next round? Have you gone through some of your pods and kind of seen some of the teams? Is there is there more diversity than you expect? less diversity than you know on the winning teams or like what do you think like it's easy to sit here and say oh my god you know McKinnon, Zay, Osborne, what Jefferson, Kittle you know those guys but do you think it'll still be spread out enough to where you know you're not like miserable next week with like 60% of your pod having Jared, Jared McKinnon you know when you're counting on him or you know what's your expectations right now heading into next week? I think
1: so, because I don't think that KJ, I mean, KJ Osborne's easier to get through in the sense that like he was a 14th, 15th round pick somewhere in that wheelhouse. And I liked KJ Osborne. I had a decent amount of him because we knew he was capable of blow up games. Right. Like we saw it last year. It happened Mm -hmm. when Thielen was out. Um, So I liked Osborne, but. It doesn't mean you got a lot of Osborne teams. There's just randomness with with guys that far back. That if they get and he didn't off. do
0: anything, so you needed yeah. he needed to be carried to the playoffs as opposed to I, right. Like Zay is tough because Zay helped a lot of teams get there in a right. similar range to where Osborne went, and then he went ham. Osborne was like you probably he had like a fifteen percent advance rate, so it was a coin flip if you even had another Osborne team you know, had an Osborne team in your pod, you know. So it's like. We'll see. We'll see. And you clearly still have to have good players around him to advance even though he was good.
1: Well, the eight teams that because I don't have a ton of eight th- teams that are in. But with all the eight teams that are going to stay in, it's going to be fun if you bust next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Ramondre. oh, my God. Ramondre is a beast. Oh, my God. He fumbled. Oh, my God. Did Please let it? this be how they lose this game. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That is the dumbest way I've ever seen somebody lose a football game in my life. There's a flag on the play. Sorry. Have you were you watching this? No, I'm trying to pull it up as we speak. They, so the Patriots were running the last play of the of the game. It's tied, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing the whole um pitch it back situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the game's tied so like if you're in trouble just get down wait they're
0: pitching it around yeah and it's tied
1: yeah what do you think happened
0: the rate the raiders defense scored yeah oh my fucking god this is like when the kid <laughs> thinks thinks they're down by 2 at the end of a basketball game you know there's like yeah. 4 seconds left you score and the kid thinks you're losing but you're actually tied and they foul that's what the patriots just did and everybody in the crowd is like yeah you're the dumbest fucking person in this whole gym right now that is the whole patriots team absolute losers
1: they unbelievable absolute and then, losers and now we got
0: to tilt more josh jacobs <laughs> the next two weeks they could have been like basically dead and buried today if uh uh we could have we could have got uh we could have got maybe some Zemir by week seventeen. Now, now we're oh my god, wrestle time behind me. Yeah. Uh, They're but, as upset but, as I am about the end of this game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lots of tilt going on. This is a good question from Jonathan though. What so we talked about? Uh, we've talked, you know, a little. Oh my god, I mean, Zay just went nuts. Osborne yesterday went nuts. McKinnon as like late round guys were so big. Right, the the fir- the early round guys are clearly very important. Justin Jefferson and such, mm-hmm. but those late round guys are what make the huge difference. You know, getting 30 from Jared McKinnon in the 17th, 18th round is just such a game changer. But what guys do you want to see on those teams? Right. You have a McKinnon Zay team, Osborne, whatever that snuck in Kittles on that team, you know, that push these guys in. I know, you know, you'll probably say Jamar chase, but who, who do you want to see on those teams?
1: Well, good luck getting a Jamar chase team through. I mean, he didn't have a bad day by any means but who knows like if you i mean if anyone's got I'm getting through it's me but I don't even know if I have any getting through at the moment um i mean yeah like those guys would be a lot of fun to get through again to your derrick henry point christian mccaffrey not as much anymore so the the christian mccaffrey thing flips it was fun to get him into the tournament right and then as soon as they ball now, a lot of the teams at advance are probably going to have McCaffrey. So now do you want the non-McCaffrey team? We do these mental gymnastics. Unfortunately, we have no control over what we're doing. So your Justin Jefferson teams are going to be plentiful in, in the next round. I think more so than wanting players through, you might want some leverage points on guys like that, more so than getting guys through. Now there's probably guys here and there. Darren Waller feels fun. Someone brought up Darren Waller in the chat. If you some I have a two percent. I don't even know if my Waller team's getting through right now. But if you're getting a Darren Waller team through to the second round over these Kittle performances, you know what? Kelsey might be a fun one to get through to the second round. Now that big team you have with Andrews, Andrews might be a fun guy mm-hmm. even more so to get through. So some of these elite tight ends, because Kittle's ownership's going to go up. Russell Gage touchdown, you know, like that's
0: the stuff we're gonna see. (laughs) Two touchdown Russell Gage game, Jesus! I can't
1: believe fifth round Russell Gage is getting there in the first round of the playoffs.
0: Eight for what? Eight for seventy and two? Yeah, something like that. Jeez!
1: Remember, we were making fun of all these Russell Gage drafters. Draft them in the fifth round, bust the entire season. I can't. Even, I wasn't drafting Russell Gage, so I can't even imagine I got him through on anything.
0: I mean, I'll double check it, but time to find out live on air if I have any yeah. Russell Russell Gage teams. This is either going to be really fun or really embarrassing, one way or the other. Uh, so okay, this is DraftKings um, Four Russell Gage teams. Oh, look at this! We are moving on a Russell Wilson Fat Lenny team. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Tony Pollard. Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, Brown,
1: still got McLaurin to go.
0: Russell Gage, Zay Jones, and McCart. Evan Ingram. <laughs> so we got the T, the the T Law Ingram Zay Jones stack with Russell Gage, AJ <laughs> Brown, Justin Jefferson. Amazing.
1: That Raiders TD better not cost me a ton of money. And oh my god, it cost me money. <laughs> god damn it. Oh my god, I hate I hate Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Even though they're the offensive guys and yeah, the well the offense just did that, right? Like what are we doing offensively? Idiots. Idiots. Um Russell Gage, fifth round. You Devin, you should be banned from playing best ball for taking a lot of <laughs> Russell Gage. Fifth, sixth round Russell Gage.
0: When he when he fell, he I think he was fine, but um When he was going, yeah, like sixth round Russell Gage when this is early in the summer, obviously, you know, in uh, late in the summer, particularly on DraftKings. That's why I pulled it up here, because those are my I I knew there's like almost assuredly like no underdog teams with Russell Gage. But I did take him occasionally like he was like 12th, 13th round or something like that end of summer on DraftKings. And so I think I think he's whatever. He's fine. You know, I don't really like to be taking those kind of guys. Uh, but clearly, I took them a few times because I got four of four Russell Gage teams here.
1: I've only got three DK teams that are advancing at the moment. One dropped a 202 ball, though. That's fun. That's uh, Hertz, CMC, Stevenson, Zay, Waddle. Waddle's fun. Lamb, Brevin Jordan with his 1.9. Thank you for your contribution to this team. <laughs> yeah. Devonta Smith. Oh, it's a Zach Wilson team. That should make you happy. That's like your guy.
0: Yeah, Zach Wilson. Uh, oh, and did, Baker. We got this. We got the Zach Wilson ceiling game, and he got outscored by twenty. This was literally exactly what we talked about this <laughs> morning. I was like, I was like, I don't know. Zach Wilson looks a little better than everyone's giving him credit for. That was that happened to be true. But it also happened to n- absolutely not matter when Jalen Hurts drops 40 and Lawrence drops 35 and Mahomes drops 40. And yesterday yeah. Allen drops 40 and cousins drops Like yeah. <laughs> Cousins could be an interesting one. So the
1: quarterback thing's fun because that position is still gonna be the most
0: like diverse, probably. Yeah, because a bunch of guys scored 30 plus. So it's like you could get there a lot of different ways. Like running back and wide receiver. It's thin, you know, tight end could still be a little bit diverse because like Kelsey didn't, you know, Kittle was the best, but it's still what 22 on underdog or something like that. That was like, Mm -hmm. that's really good, but it wasn't like, you know, like if you got what 12 from Fant, you can can beat, you can beat Kittle teams with 12 from Fant, right? Um, Yeah. But,
1: but the quarterbacks can drag other quarterbacks through too. So if you have cousins, you could drag, you know, we talked about Herbert the cousins team could drag a Herbert team through for next week. And then you have 100%. some, some Herbert leverage there. So that that's, what's fun about guys like that. When you're, when you lower end quarterbacks are putting up points uh, to drag those guys through,
0: you but know, yeah. who f- who, you know, who could be really fun in that regard. If you were able to do that, drag somebody through, like maybe you had law, like maybe a Lawrence is a better pairing for, for this guy, but, mm. If You're able to get Lamar, yes, against Atlanta. Oh, um, maybe coming back, that's you know, you're the only Lamar team in your pod or whatever. He could easily be the highest scoring quarterback next week. They're a mess on, on offense, clearly, but Lamar is Lamar. You know, he could run for 102 playing with these scrubby wide receivers. Um, and it should help Andrews too if Lamar is back. So, like, if you happen to ha- if you were able to somehow sneak like a Lamar Andrews stack into next week i think that's that's a pretty fun team to be monitoring i don't know that there's a soul on the planet that was able to do that but you know that's the example at least
1: i snuck a russell wilson team through with jalen Hurts, so that's fun are you excited about that
0: yeah russ russ is basically the same thing as lamar you get him through to the next round he's gonna win it for you you know didn't you see the last game russ played
1: Buddy, have you ever he, seen anyone knocked out as bad as he was knocked out in that no, game? That
0: no, was, uh, cool. very rarely. Like, yeah, it's top five, top ten for sure. It was over. I can't believe. I can't. He got cleared. Yeah. They, they, they the Broncos. So the, the protocol. He got cleared through the protocol, and the Broncos basically said, "Fuck your protocol. Yeah. There's no way we're playing this dude." <laughs> like he just got knocked the fuck out. We're not playing. We're not playing this dude. Uh, as, so
1: much you, as, tells you. as much as we've dunked on them all year, the, the Broncos, good for them for uh, doing yeah. that. When we got Devonta Parker the same week doing cartwheels because he's so knocked out, right? Like he's <laughs> absolutely. And Nelson Aguilar, what what a teammate to see it and not let that guy, uh, not let that guy. <laughs> this is a good point, by. I was inverted. Yeah, you, you guys joke but it's not going to be funny when Russ wins somebody 2 million dollars. I mean his best game of the right? season
0: was in the same matchup that he he gets in week in week 17. No, the Aguilar thing is great. It's nice to see that he can catch something, you know. It's not not what they paid him a lot of money to catch, but you know, safe <laughs> you know, he, he he's playing uh, you know, safety uh manager as opposed to wide receiver, but That's okay. I don't remember a lot of the Week 16 games. I'm trying to scroll through really quickly. Um, I do remember the big dog after a good game, not amazing game. He's an interesting guy if you were able to sneak him through also. Into Week 16 gets the lowly Texans who just gave up. I mean, McKinnon, (laughs) I know it's a different way in which McKinnon got there, but like the combination of McKinnon and Pacheco both just went absolutely nuts on this Texans team so you got to be feeling good about Derrick Henry um, I was going to look at uh, some of like the chalkier teams because mm-hmm. somebody mentioned so the Jags it is interesting with the Jags so they're going to be definitely popular right going into the next round Z, you know, yep. mostly Zay but probably Ingram too and, and Lawrence just because these are all really late round picks that have just been either been good or smashing for a month now and they get the Jets on Thursday night this week. So three days rest. One of the better defenses in the NFL. If a in lot New of York. people have Jags in New York, you know, I mean, I have a lot of Jags. I know you have a lot of Jags too, but it's like one of those where like now the Jags next week are going to become the team where like, can we sneak them into the final? Because they get Houston in the final. And it's like, how do I get these Jags through this Jets game? Because <laughs> the Jets game's not going to be pretty, but. Week seventeen is the dream, you know.
1: Yeah, week seventeen is the dream, and the other dream is for them to put Sauce Gardner on Zay Jones Thursday night, <laughs> and let Christian Kirk do whatever he wants to do. That's my dream.
0: You're the only donkey who is drafting all these jag stacks and never taking Zay Jones. So uh, I'll I'll leave you to your uh, Zay Jones fud. Although he is absolutely going to get locked down on Thursday, there's no doubt about it. Like yeah. there's literally no doubt about it. Well, that's what I'm
1: talking about. Like, so I guess like you still have great players theoretically in front of him um, that can pick up the, that should be able to pick up like the missing points for him. But it's nice if you can X a a big owned player out like that, just off the board. Like he, he comes in and he scores like four or five points and you're just like, great. That's all I wanted to see him get. And, you know, five out of 10 of your pod or more have Zay Jones you're probably facing jay Zay jones or Osborne in 80% of your teams that you're going against this week or close yeah, to
0: that. It's just <clears throat> wide receiver was was like fine across the board, but it wasn't Jefferson was very good. Jefferson wasn't like Jefferson like didn't bury you. If you don't have Jefferson on a team, you can advance cuz he didn't score a touchdown, right? Um he, he didn't score a touchdown. He correct? scored one. Yeah. He, he scored. scored one. Um so it was really just Jefferson, though. Like Chase didn't go nuts. Obviously, cups hurt. Devontae hasn't didn't do anything. Diggs didn't do anything. CD so. was good, but he didn't score a touchdown. Tyreek was good, but like didn't go totally nuts. AJ Brown was awesome, but didn't score a touchdown, right? So like all these guys are putting up like 15 to 20, most of them, which is good. You want that, but you're not dead and buried. The 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 burials, it is so weird. Like a lot of the times the burials come from just thinking back to week 17 of last year, you know, Jamar Chase, right? Or the running back, like Rashad Penny playing the Lions. Like, it's very foreseeable. This was KJ Osborne, Zay Jones, and Jarek McKinnon were the burials this week. You know, if you didn't have any of those guys, you needed something revolving around those guys, basically, to to advance. Because they just, I mean, when you get 30-point games from a bunch of 17th round picks-ish It's like somebody in your pod is going to have those guys and they probably have a good team because obviously they advanced. So it's tough not to have any of those guys. And so to your point, next week, you're going to be looking at lots of McKinnon, lots of Zay. uh, I don't know about lots of Osborne, but more Osborne than there was this round. You know what I mean? The Osborne teams fared really well. But those are the guys you want to, like, to this whole conversation, if you sneak teams through that don't have those guys, or you're really not relying upon KJ Osborne or whatever, you're good, man. Like that's perfect. That's where you want to be because KJ Osborne's not going to go off again next week. You know, knock on wood, right? Jarek McKinnon has been great for two weeks in a row, but like 30 point Jarek McKinnon games are not really, that's not, you know, projectable. So it's going to be a fun week 16 when those are the guys that carried people through.
1: Who's San Fran got next week?
0: it's not on any of the list that we have in front
1: of us right now Washington and they're in San Fran yep I mean Kittle McCaffrey is gonna be fun yet again
0: I'm excited about Ayuk too we we talked about that uh last week where basically those three though if I have any of those three on on teams next week it's a little bit tougher matchup in the run game for CMC but like then that just means he's going to catch more passes, which is like every time he catches a pass, it's half a point, so or a point, so that's that's good. I I think it could be like Ayuk would probably be near the top of the list on the guys who like. How do I to that? Uh, whoever's question that was earlier, like who do you want to sneak through? I think Ayuk might be one of those guys for me. He was the one niner that didn't go nuts out of those three guys, and yet he's probably maybe cmc but iuk probably directly benefits the most from a ceiling perspective without debo and so like cmc already has a ceiling but man you get iuk through at low advance rate he really could be the guy because then they also get vegas in, in week 17 like Ayuk I- is one of the top guys for me i think that i'm most excited about
1: oh baby i was just looking for derrick henry to see if I had any Derrick Henry teams advancing, because look at who he has next week at home against Houston. I have one pod where I am currently point six six points ahead of one Mr. DB730 in this (laughs) pod, right, Um, that I can get this Derrick Henry team through. I have – I'm playing – Jamal Williams three right now. I still have Cam Akers, which you know could mean absolutely nothing in order to get him through. But yeah, I think we might be we have we have a Derrick Henry team live for next week, and it's Mahomes, Kyler, Rip, Derrick Henry, Cam Akers, Damian Pierce, Rip, Daryl Williams, Rip, <laughs> Jamal Williams, Snoop Connor. Who are you? Um, AJ <laughs> Brown, D Hop mvs Ayuk, garrett wilson josh palmer alec pierce wandale george kittle albert oh but i mean there's some dead players on that team for sure but that could be a fun team to get through if derrick henry does go off and cam Akers just does the stone men to do something you know what i mean like gets me anything oh yeah
0: um and rubbing running back,
1: Dan box face is a lot of fun too
0: uh i mean the money's nice but the yeah. the bragging uh rights over dan bach is if you cannot dunk on your boss a you know it's a definitely a really smart thing to do publicly yeah. for your yeah. career Yep. uh but b oh. you know that's way more important than than the money this is this is amazing i think i have one too um that's what i was gonna try and look up uh I'm not going to have a ton of CMC teams, but I, I thought I had a CMC IU, um Kittle team just like Alex Alex does somewhere somewhere floating around the the best ball verse.
1: Um, I'm just currently checking BBM. I thought I had one too that was making it through. Um, oh, I got a Miles Sanders making it through because of Ramondre and Algier.
0: He, he he he's one you mentioned. And I thought that was a really good point. It's not necessarily, there are guys, like I think, like Ayuk was one guy mm-hmm. that came to mind that I would love to sneak into the next round, if possible, despite scoring two points or whatever he scored this week. The leverage side, though, of things, and I mean, I, I would like to have this guy because of what he's done this year anyway, but Miles Sanders is a good one. He's actually on uh, the team, The very first team I brought up, that my cousin's and uh, to a team that's pretty good. Miles Sanders probably, you know, he had a really high advance rate approaching in on 30%, and teams probably really needed him <laughs> in the playoffs, and so to have him put up four points or whatever it was today and do nothing. Now, they play the Cowboys next week, so it's not like the world, absolute world's best matchup. But the amount of Hurts, A.J. Brown, you know, Devonta teams. So if you have Miles and you're facing a bunch of Eagles pass game stacks, that's the easiest, you know, and and you're the only Miles team. That's like the easiest leverage opportunity there is, is Miles Sanders.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be a – that's going to be a fun one to get through, which would have been – I was thinking about this earlier to go back to the Big Dog team because that's the one I'm monitoring the most. I remember – one of the like two arguments me and Pete had was Miles Sanders versus Ramondre Stevenson. We were looking to pick and um, I decided to overrule them. And since I had the button in my hand, I took (laughs) Ramondre and I don't know if we actually needed Ramondre to get the team through this week. And I'm like, so now I'm like, damn, maybe we should have taken miles. Right. Because the team still would have made it through the whole year. And now miles feels like such a leverage point. To Ramondre, but I mean it, it, that's all nitpicky, right? That's just like complete 2020 hindsight. But I like I like Ramondre. I like having Ramondre. It's fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's awesome. He's he he's I don't know if this is what we're looking for necessarily, you know, in the best ball playoffs. He's just so much sturdier than Miles. I mean, you saw it today. I love Miles Sanders. He's been like I said, maybe the My MVP for my best ball portfolio this year. But Ramondre just is never going to get locked out of like usable weeks. He's just always going to get usable weeks, right? Their passing game isn't good enough. There's lots of check downs. They they run their offense through their running backs mostly. Mm -hmm. And so he's just always going to have good game. You're you're never going to be like, I just got buried because Ramondre scored 2.5 points. It just, you know, no matter who's there, Damian Harris, Pierre Strong, whatever, none of that matters. Miles didn't get his first carry till like the middle of the second quarter today. And it wasn't for injury. It wasn't for, there's was a little bit of fluky game script, but the Eagle, you know, Hurts is going to keep it enough, right? He's running zone read and he keeps it. And they were just throwing the ball all over the place yeah. horribly. Hurts threw two picks. Tons of incompletions, but sometimes that just happens for Miles Sanders, and that doesn't happen for Ramondre So, and they both have this—you know—both have thirty-point ceilings. So,
1: one one more team to just—it needs twenty-five from Christian Watson to get through, which you know is real wish casting, but not impossible. I have a Mahomes hurts team with single Terry Sanders, Daryl Henderson, Michael Carter, Mostert, Dearnest but it's got Diggs, Higgins, Kirk, MVS, Nico, Watson, Duvernay, Watkins, but the tight ends are Kelsey and Waller. So Kelsey Waller, good lord. Kelsey Waller, Mahomes hurts. So you get that Christian Watson 25 point, that team's fun to get through. 100% uh, For the leverage on that. I didn't do that too much with like the Mahomes hurts, but I did it here and there. Don't know if we'll be able to do it next year. No discussion for
0: a different day. Tyler's got one that I thought was interesting. Pretty similar to what you were mentioning. He only has Burrow here at quarterback, but like a bunch of, you know, mid to late round. Basically, those are all rookies. Yeah, those are all rookie wide receivers. That's hilarious. Uh, literally, he drafted two superstar tight ends, a superstar quarterback, some old-ass running backs, and a bunch of rookie wide receivers. But if that doesn't tell you the power of these rookie wide receivers, then I don't know what does. But Tyler got a Burrow team with Lenny Connor jacobs my god the testosterone in this running back room cam Akers and brian robinson that is the highest T. you just need derrick henry on there and the the t levels are through the roof on that but like <laughs> lenny connor jacobs Akers, robinson all healthy all putting up fantasy points every single week kelsey and kittle so you you have the best tight end room in every pod you get into and yep. then you know you definitely need a run pure with these wide receivers olave garrett wilson christian watson George Pickens, Alec Pearson, Tyquan Thornton. But if you're gonna try to run pure at this time of the year with some wide receivers, you know, later round guys, that's a pretty goddamn good group to be trying to do it with. Yeah, no dead bodies.
1: There's not a dead body on that team. That's that's a lot of fun. We start going through some of these teams. You got like three or four, three or four dead bodies on the team, and you're just like, uh, oh, I guess we gotta work around this this chalk outline line for to get it through. <laughs> Um, 235 on DK is pretty good, Devin. I also like the overreaction that we're getting to today. for uh, So, like, MoDog's not the only one. But he's like, man, F Week 17. I'm just drafting teams <laughs> with late games in Week 15 next year. Don't even care who the team <laughs> yeah. slash players are. Just the absolute overreaction to week 15. Well, then I'm just drafting guys that are playing Saturday week 15.
0: I I was just going to say yesterday, I'm pretty sure I probably had the (laughs) thought after a couple too many cocktails, I was like, fuck this. I'm only drafting Saturday week 15 game stacks next year. That's going to be the whole we're going to do video. We're going to do a shanty on the Saturday week 15 (laughs) games for next year.
1: We so you you were tilting at home with a cocktail I forgot that I said that I would cover a shift at work back in June yesterday. So I get a call at three and they're like, how late are you going to be? I'm like, what are you even talking about? How late am I going to be? <laughs> and uh, so I had to rush to work. I couldn't get anything to load to watch the game. So I'm watching games on the ESPN fantasy app. Just the little doo 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 down the field. <laughs> Like it's a freaking NES game.
0: Yeah. I oh. was just about to say, uh, yeah. It's that game boy. You're it playing was, game boy. Yeah.
1: Oh, so tilting to watch it. I mean, it was fun watching. It was fun watching the Vikings come back. I did enjoy
0: the fact that they won. Yeah.
1: LOL. Indy. How, how do you lose that game? How do you lose that game? It's so
0: funny. Um, Dude, this is a good point from Paul. <laughs> you just need to stack the, the Jimmy G Brock Purdy uh you know qb2 qb3 combo is a is a good winning winning combo you're
1: year. not going to need to because brady's going to be the quarterback at Fran next year
0: yeah what a mess the niners are the best team that's going to be an absolute disaster in the offseason like they're gonna they're gonna steal the the cowboys crown of always having drama despite the fact that they're good and the they're gonna season.
1: overreact hard is what's gonna oh. happen
0: I mean, Lance has no chance of being their quarterback, right? Like, literally no chance.
1: I don't think you can. I mean, I don't think they can just based on, like, the window that they have to win the Super Bowl. Like, he didn't develop enough. I mean, he didn't look good enough in those first three games. They should have never lost that opening game. They've been a much better team with him off the field. Granted, it was a small sample size. But they are definitely going to overreact. And it's it's going to be – they're going to go looking to get – Brady or Aaron Rodgers or something like that to put on this team. And both could definitely, it could definitely be a spot where you see Aaron Rodgers come in, win a Super Bowl with them and retire. I, yeah. I wouldn't, I'm, I mean, I'm not putting it out of the realm of possibility at the moment. Which no, like best ball a lot of fun next year too. Doing oh this God. whole quarterback carousel again.
0: I, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking looking forward to that. Um let's look at some of the week sixteen because I think yeah, it's easy it's easy to sit here and say, you know, I mean, I, I don't know really that much what else there is to add other than you needed one of five quarterbacks, I think we outlined. You know, you, you really needed one of five quarterbacks. I do think like I was able to sneak like maybe one to a team or something. Like if you just absolutely had the nuts around it, you might be able to sneak, you know, to a burrow, whatever, somebody like that in. But at the end of the day, man, there were so many big quarterback scores. And then three in particular, late round guys, I I will shout out Tyler Algier, I guess, who was, you know, drafted in every single draft really hasn't done much this entire season and put up a big game today that uh, was probably pretty helpful as well. I mean, I think we we did this at the end of the last show where my take was basically like, what kind of teams do I want to have? Mm-hmm. Like projecting forward. And I said zero running back. And holy shit, dude, this is even crazier than I, than I would have projected. Like a lot of the running back rooms on my teams advancing really still aren't even that good. It's just if you have McKinnon, you have Algier, you have Ramondre, Pollard, whatever, they – even the ones that didn't go nuts like McKinnon are matching the early round guys like Derrick Henry, like had a fine game, but like Algiers beating him, (laughs) you know? So it's like these zero running back teams just have a stranglehold right now, kind of on, uh, on fantasy.
1: Do you want the inverse team of that? I'm looking at my, my big board and then we'll go into this week 16 stuff. I drafted for some reason. I, Josh Allen, Kyler, Jalen Hurts team. How that happened, I don't know, but it did happen, and it's got Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Zeke, Justin Jackson, Dearnest. Wide receivers are in shambles. It's obviously it's Allen Robinson dead. Tyler Boyd, Rondale Moore, Jarvis Landry, Miko Hardman, Isaiah McKenzie, KJ Osborne, Wondell, Quez, Zay. So, I mean, it's not as bad as it could be. It's hitting some of those late-round guys that are that have been real good. But it's got Dallas Goddard and Hunter Henry, and it's going to advance. It's up 30 points right now, so it should be getting through. But I'm getting a, an Allen Hurts team through with those running backs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Zeke. That's crazy. So the, quad, the wide receivers, not the best. But I think there's enough guys that have some firepower. There that can do stuff, you know, to get to get another to get through another week. So that's my one. That's my only current big board team that's advancing at the moment.
0: I don't think I have any big board teams advancing, although my big board teams were straight up doo doo really bad. Um, The
1: terrain zero our wide receiver team needs some help, but it can it can it can make it. It needs some help, but it, it not, dead not dead not yet.
0: Not dead yet. I was talking to uh, I was talking to Karine a little bit today, and uh, I shouted him out because he said Rashad White was his. Un, unsurprisingly, he drafted like fifty percent. Rashad Rashad White was his his version of your MVS, um, mm-hmm. but then he, he drafted a good clip of Tyler Algier, and he said Tyler Algier was like a second highest stone advancing player on Underdog, which that worked out pretty well. So, um, I, I just, I just can't, all these running backs, man, it's crazy. Like so many of these late round running backs are just smashes. Like you go into every week, like, and you have, I'm just throwing names in a, in a hat, like Pollard, Ramondre, Algier, Donta Foreman. Like it doesn't sound like that crazy, but that, that room can go to war against early running, early round running backs. Like Mm -hmm. it, it, you can win, right? A Tony Pollard Foreman could outscore Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. They did this week. (laughs) Like it's just, it's it's crazy how running back has kind of shaken out so far this year. Um, the only other thing I was going to say before we look at Week 16 Mm -hmm. was not to keep talking about the Eagles, but from an Eagles stack perspective and from a leverage opportunity, if you were able to get Goddard through to your point, similar to Miles Sanders, it's like, Goddard really checks all the boxes. Like, yep. he's going to be clear, clearly significantly lower owned than AJB and Devonta, who are just stone-cold smashes. Hertz is going to be arguably the highest owned quarterback in Week 16, and so he can, you know, you could have Hurts with him, and you still have leverage on the field, because he can steal away from AJB and Devonta, and he's a tight end. Which is just like, having a low owned tight end with upside like him on the eagles it's just like i think yeah it, like ayuk because of what the his two teammates did Goddard because of what his two his three teammates did and what miles has done for the last few weeks mm. they stick out as like kind of two of the big key leverage opportunities in week 16.
1: i had a puppy team from the original puppy put up 188.
0: 188 188 on underdog? Good lord.
1: On underdog, and do you want to hear who the two quarterbacks are? Russell Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Those are the quarterbacks. That's amazing. It's CMC, it's Ramondre, it's Algier, Jamal Williams, McKissick, Hill, Brown, Sutton, Godwin, Iuke, Skymore, Zay, Kendrick Bourne, Dawson Knox, Gronk, Albert O. Does not even feel like they should have put up 188 right Mm -mm. like that that's a crazy one um i got five from the puppy advancing right now the original puppy
0: that's nice i was just looking it reminded me i did one and only one best ball resurrection team Mm -hmm. um i drafted one team it advanced it is currently in first now it's uh two teams advance in the resurrection and third places I'm at one forty one point seven, and so I'm basically four points ahead of third place. It looks really quickly like he's done. Yeah. So I think I might be close to safe, obviously pending some guys that are further down the board catching, but that's a Russell Wilson and Justin Fields yeah. team with Travis Kelsey, AJ Brown, T Higgins, uh, Sutton, Hollywood Juju Elijah Moore David Bell, but had the uh, had the Tyler Algier week. As yep. Ramondre has Singletary has Rashad White. Shout out Zach Moss. By the way, I have some teams using uh, <laughs> the the thesis of drafting Zach Moss was always that when I draft the third string running back for the Bills, he's going to end up as Jonathan Taylor's backup by week by week 15
1: and Jonathan Taylor
0: is going to get hurt on the first play of the game and he's going to have to come in.
1: Yeah, that was the thesis the whole time.
0: 24 Zach Moss carries in week 15 on the yeah. Colts. Unbelievable.
1: Um, I have one more team. I want to say just because I found an advancing Jamar chase team. There we it's, go. It, it's in the puppy. It's Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, which is fun. Zeke, Miles Sanders, Ramondre, Daryl Henderson, Raheem Mostert, Chris Evans, so Zeke Sanders, Stevenson, Mostert isn't bad for a running back room. Jamar, no. AJ Brown, D Hop, MVS, Jamison Williams, Dotson, Marvin Jones, Odell, and then it's George Kittle and
0: Hayden Hurst. So it's strong everywhere. Real strong.
1: Mm-hmm. It's strong everywhere.
0: Like, and especially, you know, Kittle's the focus at tight end, but you should get Hurst back, Hurst back next week. So get even stronger.
1: Yeah. And I clearly got locked out at stacking Allen on this team, but um, still, I mean, his rushing upside alone,
0: you don't always need him to... Which, Loki isn't that working? Yeah. D- D- Diggs has obviously had a good season, but, like, and I'm not, you know, we could get... Next week it could happen. I mean, they play the Bears. They play the Bears next week, so they're going to score some points. But, like, it could be he keeps spreading it around slash running slash whatever right naheem hines catches the touchdown dawson knox quentin morris you know they spread they're they're like we don't view them like this but they're really kind of like the chiefs Diggs is kind of their kelsey yeah and then except he only he plays wide receiver and everybody else is like "Eh, maybe you'll get a gabe touchdown maybe you'll get a mckenzie touchdown knox whatever it's it's legit possible Josh Allen could be the highest scoring quarterback in week 17 and you don't even really want to stack him. Like it's legit possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that was always like kind of my thesis of Josh Allen, where I wasn't going nut stacking him in the sense of like trying to get two or three stacking partners. If I only got one, I was generally fine with that. Especially cost was heavy on the two guys you wanted the most. Yep. So if I just got Stefan Diggs, if I just got Gabe Davis. It was fine. And then I didn't go out of my way ever to get Knox or to get any of the other guys because I'm not going to reach when I know last year, week 17, he scored two rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right. So as long as he spreads the ball around on the other two he throws, like you're good. Um, just to make you happy, I do have a Jonathan Taylor, Trey Lance team advancing as well.
0: I have a, I have a, I have a Cup Pits team advancing <laughs> on underdog that's like what a kick in the dick it's like congratulations on your 50 dollars or whatever now here's this team you like you get to tout advance rate i guess that's the only perk of it it's like it's so stone dead in week 16 that's not even funny but when you get mckinnon zay jones and mahomes on on the team uh you can get through cup and pits
1: yeah i mean hey if taylor gets back I'm guessing he's not I'm guessing he's done for the year but
0: I would assume they shut him down yeah
1: you have to right but it's kind of funny to get it just shows you that like no matter who you draft you can still get them through hell your cooper cup team yeah it sucks you lost cup but it was still like everything else around it is still great I still think it's really good to get you like you're I, still live for the finals on that team
0: 100% live for the finals and then going to be a big dog in the finals. But, I mean, it has an Eagles onslaught. It has Tony Pollard, right? It has Mark yeah. Andrews. It has it has juice. It has It's Eagles and Jags, right? It's, a Hertz, it's an Eagles onslaught. And then um, Kirk, Zay, Lawrence with mm-hmm. Mark Andrews. It's like if the Jags do what they do. I mean, there's a reason it scored almost 200 points on DraftKings this week without Cooper Cup. So, like, anything can fucking happen, man um i'll be rooting for that
1: team heavily next week i'm rooting for
0: those small again like your your big dog team and like those smaller field tournament teams are i think the most kind of most fun to root for because you know you can't win two million dollars that's technically i guess the most fun thing to root for but like we know that's like a big pipe dream the like small field stuff is like dude every time you advance you are like significantly more alive like you're you're because you get to the final and it's it's no holds barred it, it, anybody can win in that final round when it's a really really small group of teams
1: yeah, definitely it's it's the smaller field ones are the ones that i I need to start doing a little more of next year I mean I'm still gonna probably definitely max out BBM and stuff like yeah. that but maybe maybe we relax on some of the puppies. And we put some of those funds, not not completely, but we put some of that funds into, you know, another couple of BB, uh, another couple of big dogs, maybe some of those higher stakes DK stuff.
0: Yep. All right, let's close her out with some Week 16, way too early, takes. <clears throat> the first thing, a hundred percent, that came to my mind. We talked about the Jags. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. on the negative on the negative side where they're they were a big advance rate team period because they just really outperformed and then they really outperformed this week mainly lawrence and zay and now if you were able to get through without jaguars i think that's a team like you i would be actively rooting, like legit rooting for um I might be biased because my best team, I get my best team has Travis ETN. So I, it's not like it doesn't have Jags, but he's a different Jag, I guess. So at least I can root for, you know, them to not be totally dust, but ETN to score some touchdowns. But the Jags are like a scary thing to have to depend upon. I mean, KJ Osborne, if if you're <laughs> KJ Osborne was more of a, how do you get some better players through? Like you said, but I certainly would not be hoping to count on KJ Osborne. That was the flukiest of all. Of all games ever, one busted coverage on a long catch, and then they're down by thirty-three at halftime. I don't suspect that that's going to happen again here. So, um, but he, if you're able, he hit his thesis,
1: though. That's the thing: is the thesis of drafting KJ Osborne, at least for me, was I know he's going to get one or two spike weeks in the season at some point. I pray I get him through, and I hope it's in the playoffs. Yep, and boom, it happens week fifteen. And you know what?
0: It's beautiful. If you,
1: if you have KJ Osborne on your team and he does nothing for you the next two weeks, you can't be mad.
0: Doesn't matter, 100%. He is like, so it's like the wide receiver Eno Benjamin if Mm -hmm. Eno had done it in week 15 instead of whatever week six or whatever he did it in. You know what I mean? Like even if you still have Eno teams, you're like, I don't know, he did his job. You know, it sucks that he's not a thing right now, Mm -hmm. but he helped me get here. This is the whole point. Now, it's a little, like you said, it's a little different. It's more impactful in week 15. That's the whole point. I mean, that's why this game is fun. It's like, why did you attach KJ Osborne to your Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson stack? That's fucking why. Yesterday is like literally that's the whole the whole thesis behind the play. Like you said, now he did his part. Now your other six, seven, eight, whatever wide receivers. Now it's their time, right? You got two yeah. weeks. It's it's their time to do it.
1: Yeah. So Minnesota, Minnesota against the Giants at home is still it's still fun. a good matchup
0: though. Like, yeah. uh, but I, I mean, theoretically. KJ Osborne could have another good week. The Giants defense stinks. So like mm-hmm. it, it's not over and non Justin Jefferson teams are not going to feel awesome <laughs> next week. Let's just say that much. He, he, he should really do whatever he wants against the Giants.
1: Yeah. And narrative street. So I had to do the Saturday DFS show and I was on with, um, tasteful tides, Tim and Love Tim, he, uh, he's a great guy. He was fading Justin Jefferson on single entry stuff. And I was like, bro, that is, I understand the thesis, but uh, narrative street. They want him to get 2K receiving yards. I know they want him to get 2K. Uh, So I think you're going to see a lot of targets to Justin Jefferson over the next three weeks. Hands down. It's like what? He has to average like 120 a game to do it or something like that.
0: Yeah, which doesn't he average more than that already? <laughs> like it's yeah. basically he just has to do he just has to be Justin Jefferson <laughs> moving forward. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to uh, do anything. But Brad says this is I feel like this is what everyone's feeling right now. Is like oh, these are the words. You have you have these teams. It's like this team is awesome. You might have like liked this team heading into the week, right? You've been tracking it. It goes off, and you got Zay or you got McKinnon or whatever. And you you go look it up, you know, it's obviously only one team advances in BBM and you go look, and there's some asshole with 194 points in your pod, and you go look at your other pods where your team has 85 points, the team's dead, right, has no quarterback or whatever, and the advancing team has, like, 115. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's the most miserable feeling ever. It, it sucks, and it sucks during the
1: regular season when you're going into the playoffs. We, I had one that was, like, it would have advanced in every single other one that I was in, and it was a sick team. But because of the matchups, I just I missed out on the playoffs by like a smidgen of points. And you're like, I oh, really would like to get that one through. So, yeah, I, I feel for you. That sucks. But if you play enough volume, you're on the opposite end of that where you're putting through a 120 score and you're like, how in the world did I get in this pod that this team's getting through? Yep. Um, it, it all balances itself. It, does, it never feels like it balances itself. It's like in poker when you're talking about like, coin flip hands it's like i never win 50 percent hands like you actually win them 50 percent of the
0: time it just it literally doesn't feel like it right <laughs> you, you never remember any yeah. game this is all gambling right you even when you run pure on the wins you actually probably remember the tilt that took you to the situation where you ended up running right that you you won a tournament you won a poker tournament Running pure on a couple of hands, but you remember, you're like, well, it would have been easier if I hadn't, if so and so hadn't sucked out on me, you know, uh, you know, whatever, two hours ago. In DFS, is the same thing, like, well, I would have won, it would have been over if so and so wouldn't have dropped that touchdown, you know, in the second second quarter, whatever. It's like, well, you know, so and so, you know, it's like the Bengals today. It's like, well, the Bucks fumbled like three times in the second half. You know, the Bengals really weren't doing anything on offense. They kind of got lucky, blah blah blah. Well, you don't, nobody ever remembers that you only remember the negative so it always feels worse than it is but yeah it it, it averages it averages out and i think just to um kind of piggyback on that with uh, something somebody shared in the discord today i think it was liam it could have been felix also but for those of you who don't know uh one yeah one best ball mania <laughs> two last year and um uh i believe he's at crying buffalo on twitter but felix castro at felix in our discord they both advanced. Uh, well, Liam didn't advance a ton of teams. Felix advanced a ton of teams. But I believe uh, either Liam said it or someone else said it, that his team just so happened in week 16 to get into like a really low scoring pod. The team yeah. that won BBM2. It actually wasn't very good in week 16 relative to, you know, good week 16 teams. And he just got lucky. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's how it goes. And Felix's team that won the DK Millie um, was like one of his worst teams in week 16 as well and just you know it sneaks in and that's how it goes so it's, it is the game that we play it's we're better we're, we're much better off with it being structured this way even though sometimes the tilt is is very real
1: i, I got one thing to say <gasps> in the chat i like seeing your scores the one thing about seeing your scores is i think you need to tell us if it's dk or underdog because it really changes the complexion of the team like a 185 team on underdog right now is bonkers Whereas, like a 185 t- team on DraftKings is fine,
0: good, but like yeah. of course it's good, but it's not like yeah one eighty five on underdog. If you lose with one eighty five on underdog, that uh, I give you permission to tilt that yeah. to tilt that one. If you lose with one eighty five on DK, it sucks because you know you had a really good team, but it's it's not as it's not quite as bad. If you lose in like like I have like one eighty nine on my five fifty five team six Mm -hmm. it's six it's six people you score almost 200 in a six-person contest you're probably a little bit good but you know the the million stuff what 12 16 people whatever the hell it is there's going to be good teams so
1: so going back to the week 16 stuff and we're looking at matchups And obviously we we all have kansas city players that are getting through but seattle kind of uh puked on themselves this week we lose tyler lockett Getting Kenneth Walker and DK Metcalf through, and you know maybe you're no offense, those teams might be pretty fun if you if you got some of those going on. I agree. Um, that might be a fun team to have, especially Kenneth Walker, which luckily is on the big dog team. Maybe I'm just wish casting, but it's 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 in Kansas City, right? That game next week, Correct. Seattle. Correct. So. Yeah, I would. I would love to see Kansas City uh, give up some big running plays to Kenneth Walker, and they're going to do it. To anyone? It's going to be him.
0: Good time to have those. As Brandon has Kelsey Mahomes teams, Kelsey Mahomes, DK Metcalf. You know, MVS Ken Walker. Those are fun. <laughs> pretty damn fun teams to have for a week for week sixteen. Because Kenneth Walker didn't like fully bust this past week, but he didn't. Ten points. Yeah, it was like nine point
1: nine. I think he didn't. He's not the reason you advanced the team. So, there's probably a lot of teams that tanked because of something like that. So, Kenneth Walker is going to be a lot of fun. DK is going to be immensely fun to have if you have DK Metcalf on a team. Big time. Because uh, Lockett, I mean, conflicting reports, but it sounds like he's not back anytime soon, if at all this year with the broken finger. So, getting those two guys through, getting Fant through. I mean, Geno Smith isn't on a lot of teams to begin with. And if you have Geno Smith, he's either part of a three run, three quarterback committee, or he's already with Mahomes or Hertz or something right. like that. Right? So, like, he doesn't matter quite as much. I mean, he, he doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have him. But <laughs> uh, having some of those weapons would be a lot of fun. And it's condensed. It's going to be so condensed. I think they're just going to try to run. Like, until they start to get the doors blown off them but
0: yeah you know they're But I mean be... look at the Texans today. The Chiefs defense is not great, so yep. Anything can happen. Texans took the Chiefs to overtime. Crazy crazy stuff. Um, are you
1: are you excited about the way they've played the last two weeks and mostly for week 17
0: where if you're getting
1: your Jacksonville guys through then Houston can hang with them enough to push them? Like is that something I you're looking so. at?
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, definitely against Jacksonville, that's a bad defense. Um, As crazy as it sounds, this little experiment of Driscoll and Davis Mills combo, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's put some life into their offense. It does bring, you know, Driscoll's not like some good passer, but it's not like, right, the teams used to go wildcat, right, and when teams still do go wildcat wildcat when your guy can't throw is like literally useless. It's the dumbest shit you could ever do now, now that NFL defenses have figured it out. But when you have a guy who still can pass, but he's basically a wildcat quarterback like Driscoll is, it does put your defense on edge. And then you do have a little bit better passer in Davis Mills to kind of like, it just throws you off. You know, the defense has to prepare for a lot and like, I don't know. I, I just feel like this little, Rinky-dink high school shit that they're doing is kind of like keeping them alive and and helping uh, make them kind of competent on offense, and that's all you need because the defense clearly stinks. So, like, if they can just go score twenty-one on everybody, I mean, my god, it is absolutely wheels up on every stack against them or every player against them.
1: Uh, Another fun player for Week Sixteen that could be a good leverage point. I thought he was done at like after last week. I thought he was done for the season. Is DJ Moore. So Carolina gets Detroit next week mm-hmm. in Carolina. DJ Moore, you know, Amon Ra bring backs tons of fun. I mean, just having DJ Moore get through would be a lot of fun. One of the last two guys out of my lineup today on a single entry. <laughs> Sad times uh, to pull him. <laughs> But yeah, I think DJ Moore could be one of those leverage points that we were talking about.
0: Low player, mega target share, mega, mega, mega target share. Uh, really, two good matchups. Detroit and Tampa's not anywhere near the level of, you know, Detroit, Houston, whatever. But DJ Moore can have a really good game against Tampa. You know, if he has 102 or something against Tampa, I don't think anyone should be super surprised. Maybe a little surprised, but not like super surprised. So. Yeah, DJ Moore. I mean, then I mean, again, same thing as you. I'm kind of like, uh, probably wish casting, but I've got a few Dante Foreman teams that heading, you know, doing at, he had 10 yards. <laughs> Dante Foreman had 10 yards against Pittsburgh. Now you go get Detroit. That feels, that feels like a spot where you have this 17th round pick or 18th round pick, um, that can actually have some success in week 16. So excited for him too. Um, what do you think about, uh, uh, the the Browns uh, so they get New Orleans and I think New Orleans is generally kind of a, a, a positive matchup they just got ran over by Algier and C Patton and and stuff but then you also have like Kamara and Olave on the other side against a Browns team that game's like kind of like sneakily like bad team shootout you know uh, that that type of situation you're like what well, I mean uh, what used to be like Jags Texans games before uh, Lawrence and co got it together, like the really shitty teams, but they both have yeah. bad defenses and there's just enough juice on each side of uh, Browns. New Orleans was kind of interesting to me.
1: Yeah. But who did you get through right? like who, who did you get through on new Orleans? Cause it was, it's gotta be real tough to have a Kamara team that got through. Yeah. Cause today you- was the day. Today was the day, like, if you would have got him yeah. through,
0: it's because yeah. he should have gone for, like, 30-something today. He just didn't get any of the touchdowns.
1: I swear to God, every time they put him on a red zone, the the Saints, he wasn't in the game. It's and so- I was losing my mind. I'm like, why is your best player off the field this much? In a division game, I think they're still live for the spot, too. Correct.
0: Uh, like The so Bucs lost again. The Bucs lost again. You're running... David Johnson?
1: You're <laughs> running David Johnson. Luckily, he fumbled. Thank God. Because that was that was earned. That New Orleans fumble was freaking earned by the way they were playing this game. And maybe it just was when they were cutting in and he still had like a huge snap percentage. I haven't looked at it too much yet. But the eye test was Kamara was never in the game. And it, it was driving me bonkers. Um, so get so getting like lave through is gonna be tough. A little bit easier because he was a later-round pick. Kamar is going to mm-hmm. be real tough to get through. And on Chub, the Browns Chub side...
0: Chubb laid another stinker. Amari laid a stinker. DPJ, I guess. Maybe DPJ and Joku. Yeah.
1: Like that. You might be able to get those guys through. I, I did have that one Chubb team. I already forget which one it is, but that, that team was going to be interesting. But it's that's going to be not the rule. That's going to be the exception, having Chubb teams get
0: through. I mean, all my I all, all my robust teams that we sat here either this time last week or in the shows we did during the week all of my good robust teams are stone dust yeah i had like cmc chubb there's one that's like cmc chubb aaron jones and one that's like saquon chubb miles sanders whatever just like every possible robust team that i had that was like looked really good is just dead. Like, so dead. Because, I mean, Jarek McKinnon, Ramondre, Algier outscored all those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they they lapped all those guys. So you're just... It's going to be really interesting to see what teams look like next week in your pods because I don't know how you get these... Yeah, the Camaras and the Chubbs and the Connors and the, you know... Dal, even Dalvin had a really good game. How, how do you get him through? Mm-hmm. You know, A.J. Brown matched him. <laughs> it's like... I, I don't know how you get those guys through. You
1: brought up the one that scares me the most out of everything though. Like the more I'm sitting here thinking about it, if a team, if a team in your pod has the Lamar Mark Andrew stack, I'm scared to death of that team. Mm -hmm. Like literally like that's, that is like what I am squirming about right now. Like, just based off of how low owned it's going to be. And if I end up in one of those pods that they got through because they had Trevor Lawrence with Zay Jones and they snuck through Lamar with Mark Andrews and like they did some sort of Evan Ingram double stack and totally a viable thing that could have got through. Oh yeah, That's going to scare me to death because I, I think every team I clicked on for the most part, I didn't see any Lamars advancing on my end. So if Lamar, if Lamar good if you have a Lamar Andrews, or even if you just have a Lamar team in general, um good luck because that's that team's scary to everybody else in that pod that's sitting there with Mahomes and Hertz and you know all these other guys, and then they you got this one outlier, and everyone everyone in your pod just gonna collectively say the F-word, just like <laughs> yeah. come on, man. Like, why does somebody have them here? Um, so that's that's going to be one of the scarier things for me.
0: I totally agree. Um, just scrolling the schedule really quickly. Um, we talked about KC, Indy, Indy and the chargers is another interesting game. Although I'm not going to let myself feel anything positive about a chargers game ever again. Um, I, I will root for if I got Zach Moss through any of these teams. If we're going to load Zach Moss up with 24 carries against the Chargers without JT, I, I support it. Um, but the Chargers, god damn, man. Just what a what a train wreck. Um, trying to see.
1: I'm lucky on the Chargers thing because, oh, my God, I was just checking my Scott Fishbowl to make sure we made it through, and, buddy, we did. Especially when I had K.J. Osborne on my bench, I was worried. But uh, we put up up 182 in the Scott Fish Bowl this week. Nice. uh, With a negative one from Colt McCoy. So,
0: Yeah, he got hurt, too. Cardinals are fucking cursed. They're going to shut down, guys, by the way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the, the Chargers thing is nice because I didn't want Keenan Allen. Mike Evan, my Mike Williams was super expensive, right? So I was a little nervous in taking Mike Williams. So like my main guy is Gerald Everett. And great. I have Gerald Everett. Who cares? He yeah. was a 14th, 15th round pick. You know, maybe some Josh Palmer here and there, but I wasn't taking Khalil. I definitely wasn't taking Eckler. We liked the offense, but the entire offense was too expensive. Uh um, percent So like that's that's why I'm Another team I am scared of is is the Chargers, because if you got them through, then you could have some major leverage on teams, but they suck. So
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, st- I still would like to have, even despite today's performance, I still would like to have Mike Williams on teams. No, of course. You of course. know, and so he, he's agreed that I doubt I will have him on any advancing teams. I haven't gone through them, but if you're going up against him, he's the guy that can do that. You know, seven for one twenty and two on any given week, and just freaking bury you. You um, know, you know what,
1: you know what everyone range. wants to know is how many Gabe Davis teams you're getting to week sixteen.
0: Oh shit, that is a great question. Let me look. That's
1: that's what the chat wants to know. They haven't said it, but I one, can feel it inside of them that they want to know.
0: First, first team we pull up that's advancing on underdog, Gabe Davis mm-hmm. team number right. two. No, okay, so we're one for two, one for two. Oh, not on the, not on the. Okay, we're not gonna. I, I, if I'm not able to sweat Gabe Davis for the rest of the playoffs, what the fuck is the point of this whole <laughs> baseball season? Uh, next three teams do not have him in the. Like I said, I have five advancing. So okay, so two for five, two out of five Gabe Davis teams. Now, well, I don't know. Some of those might fall out. Something else might pop in, but as of right now, two two teams. I do have Gabe on. Uh, I think both of my higher stakes DK teams. So I'll still be sweating Gabe, but uh, we're dwindling. The Gabe teams are dwindling. Are, are dwindling, and they keep waiting for the the big game, and it, it continues to not to not happen. So uh, when if Diggs is going to keep having bad games, can can Gabe pick up some of that production? Not like fucking quentin morris I, w- I was week, watching really nice.
1: the, i was watching the names last night because again i had to watch it on a nintendo in order <laughs> to, to to keep track of the games and and i'm like who the hell is quentin morris like <laughs> what are we doing here like what is happening with josh allen and then and then who else got one someone else Knox. Got one, naheem hines naheem hines was probably the one i was thinking i was like oh, yeah God. The Naheem Hines people are getting freaking bailed. One out.
0: touch. He had one touch, eight fa- eight fantasy points, one catch for 10 yards and a touchdown. I think I I only remember it because I used his score on, t- on some on some teams that I was scrolling through. Um, just Justin's
1: asking five of one fifty. What is a good ratio first year playing? I I mean that's what me and you are both advancing as well.
0: Five into the semis? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I I, yeah. I think if Honestly, if you advanced multiple teams into, I haven't like gone back and, you know, I certainly haven't done case studies on it or whatever to see what a good second round advance rate is. But like you said, both of us have five out of 150 going into the semifinals. I don't think, I don't think you can expect much more than that. You know, sure, you could run pure on some player takes and get more. Last year, um, I don't think Felix is here, but I can ask him. He got like maybe like 15 or something like that into the second round and he literally could not have possibly crushed player takes any more than he had the best player takes of all time last year. He got he, like he got 80 out of 150 through and like advancing on DK yeah. and I think he got like 15 into the semifinals. So like but it's if you so get five,
1: variant because I got more than that into the second round of DK. I think I had 20 or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. and all my teams got wiped on DK after the first round when we got into that second round or I guess it's technically the third round whatever you want to call yeah. it based on whoever whoever you're talking to at the time they got wiped and I, I think I've told the story before I wasn't even tracking my underdog team so I was like because I had so much on DK that I was like oh if I win anywhere it's going to be DK right and then I go over to underdog I drafted one puppy team that made the finals and then <laughs> I drafted only 20 something BBM teams and one of those made the finals. And I'm like, how crazy is that swing? But the other thing that's crazy is me and you both max BBM this year. If this holds what we have right now, we both advance 32 teams and we'll both be advancing five to the third round. Yeah. Like that's silly. That's that's weird. Just some weird stuff.
0: It is. Like I said, I think I said this Whenever one one of the million shows we've done together, we were we need to stop with all these shows. <laughs> we can keep doing Spike Week shows, but there's some sort of fucking mind meld going across the country where all this all this stuff has to sync up. I was just trying to count my DK teams. Um, obviously this is all tournaments, not just the DK Millie. Um, yeah. but DK is looking looking better for me. Um, right now about fourteen advancing teams across all tournaments on DraftKings. And, um, again, five five BBMs advancing, but not much. I'm not really – I might get another team or two through in other tournaments. But mm-hmm. – uh, so, like, just call it 200 teams on each, each site that we were talking about, and 20 to 25 total teams. So, 400 down into 25 teams for the semifinals. So – whatever math, you know, so if you have one hundred and fifty and you got five, that's pretty much the same rate that we're talking about here.
1: Do you, do you want a fun sweat for one of my DK teams? I am. Is down. It, is it
0: actually fun or is I'm, it... <laughs> I'm down
1: 0. 0.5, right? So I'm down 0. 0.5 and I have a score of 4.4 from John new Smith. And I have Tony Tanyan going tomorrow.
0: You're down. What? I'm down
1: 0. 0.5. Half so a point. F- f- I need basically 4. 9, five.
0: From, five points from Tunyon.
1: Five points from Tunyon tomorrow on DK. So it's full point PPR um, in order to advance this team.
0: The last guy I would like to rely upon, even <laughs> you, you shit on Zach Wilson like repeatedly this morning when we did the DFS show. I think I would rather rely on Zach Wilson than Aaron Rodgers tomorrow <laughs> throwing it to my guy. That dude, the Packers are just like totally oh, functional
1: they're gross but i mean he could catch one for five yards in a touchdown and i get in like that's who Tunyon is that's the
0: nice that's the nice thing though at least is like you're just drawing to a touch obviously you want volume and stuff but like you're just drawing to a touchdown so
1: oh my god matt Ball- ballinger with the with the worst beat with the worst beat of all time
0: Hold on Matt says for for the audio listeners coming in late are we still tilting we're always tilting Matt just to be clear uh i i'm like excited about uh, the amount of teams and stuff i got through and i can't stop tilting like a couple of little little things here and there so uh you're on the right channel needed 0. 0.4 points from Ramondre in overtime but they decided to not play for ot dot 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 hand over face emoji I mean, that <clears throat> clearly, you know, we could say, oh, you needed OT to advance. But, like, you were literally a lock for overtime. <laughs> it's like, take a knee, fucking get out of there, and go to overtime. And Ramondre's going to get .4 in overtime. It's That's easy. Like That, that was well, not even a sweat.
1: Refresh your thing, though, if you haven't. Because I'm not sure if you're saying you need a .4 after the last play. Because I think... I looked at it real quick and I could be wrong, but he was the first ball carrier. So he should have got the yardage on that play. So there's a chance of, if, right? Isn't that how it works? If you're the first <laughs> player with the ball, no. you get the yardage.
0: So the original, like, actual football rule is the last person that has it gets the yardage. <clears throat> but if I, I want to say, I looked this up maybe a year or two ago and I'll have to look it up again because I'm, I'm definitely going to misspeak. They changed that to, like, divvying up yardage or something. I, f- I forget. I have to go look at the rule book. They, they fucked it all up, like the NFL does, with all these stupid things. So I'm not sure about how the yardage works, um, to your point.
1: Yeah. Well, week, week 16 is going to be a lot of fun. and I'm really excited. Even I don't know if it's going to be more tilting, because, like, I feel like as long as we get a team or two each through, we're stoked, right? As long, like yes. that's the, that's the goal. You draft 5 to 6 to 7 to 800 teams and you're like I just want one. I just want one maybe two to get through and play for the championship. I mean, you're focused on the 555 five, five, which makes a ton of sense. I'm focused on the big dog which big I think dog. I I'm real live to make that with Pete. And if we make that, we might have to I know he's, you know, Real busy having a kid and everything, <laughs> real busy snapping on the couch. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> having baby disasters while he's trying to draft. <laughs> yeah, what an excuse. Um, but maybe we can figure something out to definitely do, do something with him if we make that team to the finals. I don't know, figure yeah, it
0: out. Shout, shout out, Pete. And, um, it, it to to as we're getting out of here to wrap that up, I do think it's important what you just said. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, so many of my teams just died." You know, maybe I maybe I didn't draft even as much volume as you or I did, and like neither of us are like the biggest volume drafters on the planet. There's dudes out there draft like, you know, shout out Paul in the chat, right? Eagles, all these guys draft more teams than us, mm-hmm. and so we're getting like, just say each of us are getting 20 teams or whatever into the. Sem- I'm just using round yep, numbers. Yeah, 20 teams into the semifinals. I mean even then the odds are we may get one team may get one team to the to the finals in any tournament right you pray sure. it's in a tournament where you can make a lot of money but like that's just how it works your whole season this is why we talk so much about like building to win these tournaments you know building for week 17 building for the playoffs all that kind of stuff because your whole season is the, ends up being decided by one team literally Mm-hmm. Like it's, it sounds like that. You're like, what do you mean? No, I'm going to advance a bunch of teams. Yeah. But like advancing is like, you don't even double your money. So like you need to advance, you know, so the, a good advance rate, let's just say is 25% and you don't double your money on that 25%. If you don't make the semifinals on any team, you got dusted. You lost a bunch of money, right? Then even if you make the semifinals on 20 teams, you, depending upon the stakes at which, you know, those tournaments were, you still probably lose money on your best ball portfolio. You got to make the finals and do some damage in the finals to make anything even remotely considering uh, uh, that would be considered as significant money. So like the whole thesis of the fact that we stream best ball drafts <laughs> three times a week, 365 days a year, whatever is for in two weeks from now to have one team, <laughs> one team. That's it. That's all I want is one. Just just to have that sweat just for that that week
1: 17 sweat. Um, we'll be singing the shanty a lot that week, <laughs> you know. Having having that going. But yeah, week seventeen. And you know, it's all that matters. And just getting one or two through to that is all that matters. And it gives you the, the other good thing is it gives you something to lock in on. Like this, this is what I'm rooting for. Like, who the hell knew what you were really rooting for? Like, obviously, I was rooting for Mahomes and stuff because I had a high advance rate on him. Uh, didn't realize that Kittle was my second most advanced tight end, <laughs> you know, more so than Kelsey because I just realized real Kelsey. quick
0: after he went, got his yeah. second touchdown, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Tanyan's my number one somehow, and I, it's not even like I was going nuts drafting him. Just so that shows you how the variance lies, where Mm -hmm. it just worked out where Tunyon was like the guy I get. I I mean, I had a decent amount of them, but it's not like I had an insane weight on them. And then you're like, oh, shit, I have more Kittle. It was 16% versus 15% for Kittle and Kelsey. It's probably the difference of one team, but I didn't think I had that much Kittle getting through.
0: Right. You wouldn't expect that still. You wouldn't expect more Kittle than Kelsey.
1: Yeah. So it's going to... It's going to be a fun week 16. It's going to be even more heartbreaking than this one. But if you are in week 16 and you do get a team through, focus on that positive. Do not focus on the teams that die. Uh, focus on the ones that get through. If they all die, I understand. It sucks. It's going to be the worst. And we all run the risk of it. And we're all going to be real sad if, one, if you don't make a final, especially if you drafted you know a decent amount of teams. But yeah, find the positive. Find the positive
0: positive life. and on that note to close for anyone feeling exactly what Rob just said last year, I literally started a best ball, you know, website company or whatever. All my teams, personal individually drafted teams got dusted off in week 16. Actually I had a pretty good advance rate, had some pretty good teams, was heavy on a lot of the league winners, Cup, Andrews, Debo, JT, et cetera. And I lost every single team in week 16, did not advance an individually drafted team into the finals. And then the Sunday night football game in week 16 was uh, basically a, a we, uh, the team that Pete who Rob has a really good team with this year. Apparently Pete's our lucky charm. You need to bring that motherfucker around a lot more often. (laughs) Uh, uh, Pete and I drafted a team that uh, had a Cowboys stack that went absolutely ham on Sunday Night Football last year and advanced us into the Best Ball Finals with a really, really fun and live team. And so I had half of a team, <laughs> you know, I had one half of a team advanced to Week 17, and we got eighth in Best Ball Mania too. So, you know, you're listening to this and you're like, oh God, I only have a couple teams left or I only have one team left. It's all you need, man. A chip in a chair, and most people, even way better drafters than me, are going to lose. It's just, it is what it is. We get one weekly shot, right, at all this. And so, my takeaway is, like, just enjoy it, man. Watching Jarek McKinnon score 30 points was awesome today. Watching watching Zay Jones, watching Tony Pollard, right? Watching Ramondre, who we didn't even know was going to play, go for 130 in a touchdown or whatever. This is fun. I this this has been the most fun like couple of weeks for sure, for can me. I,
1: can I say one more thing just about the Jerick yep. McKinnon thing? People people harp on not being like super overweight on your round 18 pick or round 17 pick. They're not gonna have that same thought if Jerick McKinnon was your round 18 pick, right? So if I had decided that it was McKinnon and not Dearness Johnson, I mean we'd be victory lapping the field right now, of course. So. I still think that's going to be another discussion we have next year. But I just, you know, just to put in the back of everyone's brain that if
0: if if I had not been a coward, I did take a quite a bit of McKinnon. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's def, I, I don't know, double the field for sure on McKinnon. If I hadn't been a coward, my probably my two favorite late round running back picks. I will say, Dearness was in there for sure, for me as a late round running back pick. But to your point. I fell victim a little bit to this, and we will talk about this in the offseason. When you have truly strong conviction on something like one of these guys, I, I don't think people make that blanket statement of the late round picks are really... And I did it last year with Darrington. I think it's possible I psychologically had cold feet on yep. doing it with a, with Darrington. Um, and I did it with like Darrington and P. Ryan and stuff last year. And so I think it's possible I hedged my bets this year inappropriately. Mm-hmm. But it was Jarek McKinnon, and Donta Foreman were my two guys that I was just like, these are the wh- why are these guys 18th round picks? It didn't make it never made it still doesn't make sense to me. It never made sense to me, but I kind of hedged my bets, and like, like last year, you know, I don't really regret it because shout out Darrington. <laughs> he's like it's a brand, it's a brand thing, but like yeah. this year, I like truly regret it from like a you were a coward you back down, you gave into the diversification conversation. And so it goes both ways, you know, Mm -hmm. it easily goes both ways. And I think it's uh, a lot more potentially, you know, in-depth conversation than people will make it out to be.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we have so many discussions to have in the off season. It's going to be a lot of fun starting in you know, February or whenever we start having them Uh, some of the stuff we have planned coming up next year, short form, long form, you know, strategy videos. It's going, to be, it's going to be so many topics that we learned from this year and the year before, how we're going to approach the next few years. I hope everyone stays with us, gets excited for next best ball season, which will be dropping right away when it's done with week 17. Those big board drafts will be there. Those are fun because of what you see after you go back, you know, eight, <laughs> nine months later, and you're like, this is who people were drafting? These guys? Like, Will Fuller? I mean, we drafted him all off season. You might <laughs>
0: you shout might out Jarrett Patterson. Jarrett Patterson, my highest <laughs> owned running Patterson. back in the big in the big board.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. All right, I'm, I'm good to get out of here. How about you?
0: Let's do it. We will. We will see you guys next week. Hopefully, sweating, tilting, something fun. Teams heading into the best ball finals. Your teams, but selfishly. Rob and I's teams. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace.